big sloth. Hey, hey, you okay? This is all our fault. Hey, look at me. It's your fault, it's everyone's fault. Who cares? Are you up for this? Are you? Look, I just need to know, because the city is, is flying. Okay, look, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. But I'm going back out there because it's my job. Okay, and I can't do my job and babysit. Doesn't matter what you did or what you were. If you go out there, you fight, and you fight to kill. Stay in here, you're good. I'll send your brother to come find you, but if you step out that door, you are an Avenger. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So stay tuned. And now, two guys with worse jokes than me. Joel Murphy and Lars. <laughs> Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, a man who is surprisingly effective at removing carpet stains. <laughs> Big vinegar. That's Lars Periwinkle. That's the most accurate one so far. I wanted to be nice this time. Like, you know, last week I felt like it bummed you out a little bit. So I'm trying to I'm trying to put a positive <laughs> spin on this. Thank you. Yes. And I actually am pretty good. I've owned many pets. Um, I've had many uh, a party at my parents' house when I was younger and had to be very effective at removing stains from carpets. <laughs> That's I we could unpack that, but there's no good to be had from that. Oh, oh yeah, I'm talking about like butt stains from people doing it. That's what I assumed. I assumed they yeah, were yeah, yeah. just to repeat in case anyone missed it, butt stains from people doing it. I think that's, <laughs> that's what accurate. that's what we were all thinking. Yes, yes. I thought some people might be confused and think it was like vomit or spilled drinks, no, but specifically like dragging butts across the rug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a start to this show. Like, you know what I love is this is an audio medium, but your ability to paint a word picture, I think is really nice. <laughs> but man, I would love to talk about uh, butt stains with you. Oh, show. Man. If oh, only I got at least an hour on that, at and, least an hour. But I, I'm sorry. There's actually something more pressing. Okay. And there's something I really, it's been weighing on my heart. Like, like those butts pressing <laughs> against the carpet. Exactly. But this is important, okay? Like, I know you're making jokes, but dude, we got to uh-huh. get to the bottom of this. I'm hoping... Okay. I'm I'm serious, too. I'm hoping by the end of the show we can figure this out. But this is a question that I am posing to you, and I'm hoping we can figure out. What's going on with Jeremy Renner? Um, I guess be more specific. Oh, well, there's a lot. I don't know... I don't know how deep you are into the JR news. That's what we call no, them. You know what? <laughs> I want to say 
I want to say I did hear some funky news about him, and I think I repressed it. Mm-hmm. Either that or I read it like right before I fell asleep and just didn't retain that. But it might be rep- repression. There's a I, lot. I might have repressed it. So there's a lot going on. Uh, side note: to quick shout out uh, to past and hopefully future guest uh, Kim Lee, who uh, alerted me, like alerted all of us uh, who are her friends on Facebook, to the fact that apparently Jeremy Renner has his own uh, shop on Amazon, or like a little like he has some uh, officially endorsed Jeremy Renner products. Okay. If you want that JR seal of approval on, sure. and get this, he sell. He, I know what you're thinking. Yep. He sells a bow and arrow that he who would yeah. bow and arrow does Jeremy Renner endorse right. find out right. on Amazon. Oh boy. But uh but that's not what we're here to talk about. Like and also just quick recap because I I mean everyone knows who Jeremy Renner is, right? But I just like he he's a fascinating fellow uh who's we've talked about before on this show for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh who had quite a, a big debut. He was in the Hurt Locker. Uh he was in the town big breakout star and then sure. Uh, that monkey paw that he, he wished his career on started really cashing in, <laughs> like it started twisting everything. So it's like, no, it's true. That's not that's not a bad way to describe it because he did get some really ironic good fortune in the way he was attached to um, multi multi hundreds of millions, if not multi billion dollar franchises that were global successes. Well, he he got three different, yeah, hugely popular global franchises that his name was attached to and that he was positioned to be the guy or a well, in mm. with Marvel a guy, but that's still about yeah. equal to being the guy for any other franchise. But like, sure, you know, he had uh, let's break it down. The Bourne movies. They're like, we got to find someone to replace uh, Matt Damon, he's not going to make these Bourne movies forever. So we'll introduce Jeremy Renner in a standalone movie. And nope. We and did. then Damon, Damon came back. They made another one, right? Where Matt Damon came back? Yeah, in? that I think was also terrible that nobody wanted. Okay. But but yeah, like it didn't go well. Uh, the Jeremy Renner one never took off. Uh, and then, But it was like, uh, whatever. It's fine. He's got the Mission Impossible movies. And Tom Cruise... Is in his fifties. How long can fifty-year-old Tom Cruise keep making these right, Mission Impossible right, right. movies? So we're going to introduce Jeremy Renner as the guy who's going to take over for him. And they did that movie. Then they made another movie that was like, okay, well Tom's not leaving, so you can no. still be in this one, and you'll you'll both be in it. And then they listen, made another. You, listen, we got you some suits. Yeah, you're gonna look <laughs> fucking terrific in the. You're wearing the shit out of these suits. Let me yeah. tell you. You're gonna talk to Alec Baldwin a lot. A whole bunch. You guys are gonna have such intense, like musky voiced conversations. Uh, and then, like, they just they made another one. Then he wasn't in it anymore. Like, they, Tom Cruise outlasted him and broke his ankle on that one, and was still like, "No, I'm still doing this." Yeah, that's the thing is that they probably wanted Jeremy Renner to do it, but they said, "What do, you, Mr. Renner? What do you what do you mean you need a stunt double? Well, you Tom, need a, Tom's offering to be your stunt double." <laughs> <laughs> But he's just he look he looks like a younger version of you, so it works. <laughs> yeah, he's outrun he's literally running faster than you. You're winded right now. Tom's ready to go. Like I just we need a younger guy for the franchise, but we think it's him. <laughs> but yeah, so then, but the the jewel in the the Jeremy Renner uh filmography, you know, movie franchises is you know, he's an Avenger. He's one of the Avengers, the original 
movie we all yeah, dreamed he's in, of. He's in L.A. He is. Yeah, and it's the, what we all dreamed of, the moment we never thought would happen, the moment that was teased at the end of Iron Man. This idea uh-huh. that Earth's mightiest heroes were all going to be on screen together. It had never been done before, and Jeremy Renner is one of them. Uh-huh. Except he's Hawkeye. <laughs> Except you're Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, the which, most interesting, interesting thing about you is Natasha. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so so that happens, and the whole first movie, the solution is like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this guy. What if he's brainwashed the whole time? And yeah. then the second movie, it's like, what if he's a joke the whole... Like, what if he jokes about how ridiculous it is that he's here? Right. Uh, and then subsequently, it's just like... <laughs> in Civil War, the whole thing is like, I'm rescuing you, but I'm so inept at it that you feel sorry for me and will actually rescue both of us. Yeah. And then I don't know what they were doing in Endgame. It was like, here's a big swing to the right. Yeah, you know, I actually I I missed that opening um, in the theater because I was waiting for my friend Carlos who was stuck in traffic and I had to give him this ticket. So I was outside. So I came in right when. Uh, we saw Tony on the spaceship with Nebula, and I thought, what a great opening. And then I watched it at home here, and I was like, I don't – either I didn't see this or um, I don't remember because it's so boring. Because also, I hate it. I got legit mad at the screening I was in because people gasped at that opening. And I was like, what the – really? What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, how are you shocked by this? Like, there were audible gasps at a relatively empty movie theater. There were audible gasps when I saw um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the post-credit scene because that was surprising because yeah. we're watching a fun romp and then you have to relive that crap again. But this, it's the beginning of Endgame. What do you, do you think we're just going to watch target practice for a minute and everything's going to be fine and then let's start Endgame? Well, honey, even though everything's going really wonderfully, I think I'm going to go help with the Endgame now. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I'll just be here being Linda Cardellini underutilized once again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why they got me, but okay. Uh-huh. Oh, do you need help with your math homework, child that we have? Could you name you seriously, did any of the children have names? I I don't I don't know. Yeah. They, I don't remember her name. What's her name? Linda Cardellini. Yeah, exactly. I'm not calling her Mrs. Uh, Barlow. <laughs> she didn't take his name, right? There's no fucking way you take the name Barlow. I hope not. Are you Are you Mrs. Barlow? No, I'm, so you can call me Ms. Linda Cardellini. <laughs> or maybe Barlow was her last name. Maybe he took her last name. <laughs> Uh, okay, but that so there we go. So Renner, and then yeah, so we we made Endgame. I, I want to think all all three of those daughters of his were all named Natasha. And she's <laughs> like, "What's up? Nothing." <laughs> it's cool. It's, don't don't worry about it. Don't you have a friend named Natasha? No, nah, baby, it's all right. It was a it was a colleague. She's dead. But sorry. Can I take one? The, have I brought this up before? I don't remember if I brought this up on the show. You know what really bothers me about that first Avengers? That's uh, mm. the scene because Whedon, man, Whedon's great sometimes, and he's really bad other times. But like the fucking scene where 
Loki is trapped he, he, because it was a movie that took place 10 years ago more than 10 but you know in that era he got trapped on purpose it was part of his plan thanks Heath Ledger <laughs> like uh but uh you know so he's on the the ship and uh natasha goes to talk to carrier okay all right nerd nerd i I waited since i was a child (laughs) to see that thing we're gonna call it the helicarrier if you wouldn't mind please and thank you okay the helicarrier (laughs) one more time without the sarcasm or is that the best you can do the helicarrier i'll take it (laughs) No, but so he's in the the cell and Natasha goes to talk to him and like he says all the mean stuff and then she's crying and she's like, you're a monster. And he goes, I'm not the monster. You brought the monster on board. And then she goes, oh, the Hulk, that's your play. What? What dots does she connect there? Like that really fucking bothers me. That leap of like. Because he's aware that he turns into a green monster that therefore that like it seems like six steps were skipped in her piecing Maybe. together. I Yeah, I think the conceit there is that <clears throat> is that even when even when they're not talking about him and they're not they're not even sure that he that, that he knows what Bruce Banner is. That it's at the front of his mind when they're having this conversation. I guess I think that. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a leap, but it's also we're gonna, unclear. We're going to take some leaps in that movie. Well, it's also the, I think all the Hulk stuff doesn't work so well anyway. That what was the plan that the writing would be inconsistent, and this would be the scene where he freaks out versus the scene later where he's fine for some reason. You, when we were talking about Marvel movies, uh, you fought for this movie so hard. You took a shit on my <laughs> beloved Spider-Man too because you're like the fucking Avengers. It's the perfect. Marvel superhero movie, you idiot. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are now. We don't have time. We'll keep this all in mind when we we haven't ranked in game yet, so that's still out there. And we got yeah, yeah, we got we got <laughs> ranking left to do. But anyway, all of that. This this is not. We're not here to relitigate those movies today. That's next sure. week probably or whatever. Probably. We're here to talk about Jeremy Renner because I'm right. concerned. I'm concerned. So. Jeremy Renner launched an app, the the Jeremy Renner app. Right. That's where I, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is what I did read because um, I follow Paul F. Tompkins on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he was, yep, I got you. Okay. So he, you know, he created an official app. Uh, I guess it was meant to like connect with fans i don't really know like it was just you know if you just if you don't want to do instagram or twitter or facebook or any of the other ways you can connect with them like uh this is just this is all jeremy renner content all the time you don't want all those pesky other things right i don't know get in the way every time he's not on screen i'm like where's jeremy renner it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Corey hotline from the simpsons (laughs) when that lisa keeps calling where she just named some things that rhyme with Corey (laughs) story Bory allegory Allegory. yeah (laughs) that's what I imagine that the Jeremy Renner app was but yeah uh hilariously because the internet is a wonderful terrible place all the time uh things went awry on the Jeremy Renner app and I wanted to talk a little bit about it um so first of all I so I was doing some digging on this and there's a deadspin article uh, the writer is a guy named Stephen Heck. 
And he, this was uh, from, uh, when was this? A, a few days ago. Uh, but he was going through signing up for the app and that basically, so he goes through, I'm going to skip through some of this. Um, so he goes, the second thing you'll find upon installing the app is that every push notification you receive through the app looks as though it's coming directly from Mr. Renner himself. You will also soon notice that you receive a push notification every time somebody replies to you. What this means, as you're probably figuring out by now, is that if you post, looking good, Mr. Renner, under a blurry video of Jeremy driving a dump truck, and someone named football underscore jersey 97 replies with, there is diarrhea shooting out of my penis, your phone will buzz and you will receive a notification with the words, Jeremy Renner, colon, there is diarrhea shooting out of my penis, next to a little picture of Jeremy Renner's face. <laughs> Interesting combination uh, of words. Yeah, but so uh, this guy goes on to explain uh, that on August 20th that uh, Jeremy Renner uh, did a post where he wished that everyone had a rockin' weekend and asked if they had plans. And he said, as it happens, I did have plans. I was going to watch some porno on my personal computer. I let Jeremy know this because that's what I assumed the app was meant for. So there's a uh -huh. picture. I don't know if I'll hold this up for you. It's Jeremy Renner. Yep. He's got some binoculars. And he's sure. saying, have a rockin' weekend, everyone. What's the plan? And Stephen Heck wrote, I will be looking at porno on my computer. <laughs> and then he said, I put my phone down, satisfied that I had successfully claimed the mantle of first guy to post the word porno on the official Jeremy Renner app. A few minutes later, though, I saw this. And it's a, a push notification. And it's, it says, Jeremy Renner, at Stephen Heck. Nasty. Not cool. And he said, I'm not going to lie to you. For about 12 seconds, I truly believe that actor Jeremy Renner thought porno was nasty. Then I discovered <laughs> this message had actually been sent by my friend, Jesse Ferrer. And that, as previously mentioned, every official Jeremy Renner app push notification was cleverly disguised to trick <laughs> unassuming Marvel fans into thinking Hawkeye has actually said what's up to them. <laughs> uh <laughs> So he goes on to explain that that was sort of the beginning of stuff for the Jeremy Renner app. And then what started happening is other people, what they also realized is that you could just sign up as anyone. You could say you were anyone. Someone signed up as Casey Anthony on the site. Like, oh my God. Other people signed up as Jeremy Renner. There was nothing to stop you from saying your name was Jeremy Renner and using the same photo of Jeremy Renner. To then post things to confuse people so they thought that Jeremy Renner was posting it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, What's it, the, like, what was, what, what was the point? I, it was, as far as I can tell, it was for Jeremy Renner to connect with fans. He got probably okay. talked into it by a company uh, that basically was like, you know, it'll be like a dedicated app. If someone's a fan of Jeremy Renner, they download the app and then you without the filter of another social media site, without anything else, you're just posting things like you're engaging with the fans directly and they can respond to you and it'll be fun. But they didn't do any safeguards or do anything to prevent people I from see. doing the hijinks. So Jer Jeremy Renner's the guinea pig here. So they thought we need someone that everybody knows 
but still manages to stay kind of low profile. Yeah, so we can do a soft we can do a soft rollout. Someone like it can't be too big because we gotta we gotta know what the the lightning rods are with this app. Like what's gonna go wrong? Yeah, we'll he's send kind, Renner he's out. Kind of the, he's kind of the perfect storm, right? Because he is no discernible sort of like minority or any sort yeah. of like social target of 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 uh terrible things as discussed he's he kind of blends into the background of a lot of places <laughs> he blends into the background but yet he's still like on thing he's a commodity you know he, he's uniquely good looking you mm-hmm. know like he's not he's not unattractive but he's not traditionally attractive also i can't understate this as much as like i feel like we're kind of shitting on the guy a, a bit but no, like no 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 really great in the hurt locker and the town like legit fantastic in both of those movies look he's really good as hawkeye it's just that he's fucking hawkeye what are you gonna do yeah it's like being it's like being well, the tallest yeah, no, leprechaun it, it, yeah, you know for sure. you're still a fucking leprechaun yeah but yeah no for sure i don't think he's phoning in these roles or he's not giving it a hundred percent it's just he's not being given a hundred percent to give yeah exactly exactly but uh, so like also like he he's in these movies so everyone's seen him but also what do you is it going to be Chris Evans no yeah <laughs> it's no. going to be none of the Chris's RDJ doesn't do this shit yeah well Chris Evans like all of those guys too also like yeah they're at a point that they don't care they don't need this like Chris Evans and I honestly don't think I don't think Jeremy Renner needs this either but you know what have I got to, I mean fuck it yeah sure but that's what I mean he's in that unique like territory of he's not so big that it feels silly to do this like it's it's like I don't know you maybe that you are remembered as like maybe this is finally your thing that you carve out yeah. you were the first celebrity to do this exactly. and it was genius he, he has been he has been nominated for as many oscars as any other avenger that is to say two i can't think of any other avenger that have been nominated for more than two oscars and so has jeremy renner so there you go it's uh it's him and pratt right yes him and chris pratt <laughs> no, even of the, i was thinking of the original avengers but if, if you get too extensive we have a whole bunch of winners well i mean if you get too um, extensive like robert redford was in these movies like yeah, yeah, it's the truth. Uh, Tilda Swinton, and yeah, then it gets kind yeah. of sloppy. But yeah, yeah, just like the core ones. Yeah, I mean, RDJ has two. I think Ruffalo has one that I know of. Like, sure. So he's she's as good. He just like he got that part. He's Clint Barlow. What you gonna do? Yeah, you know what? You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna laugh all the way to the fucking bank at us, saying, "Oh, you're the guy with the bow and arrow." Yeah, what yes, does he and care? my and my my great grandchildren will not have to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's married to Linda Cardellini. Life worked out for him. <laughs> that is the best part. That is the yeah. Best part uh, but I I'm afraid that uh, he I have wishes he could marry Linda Cardellini. Right? Don't we all? Uh, but uh, but there's an update. I want to direct you to uh, the latest an update to the app. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a sense, uh, oh, okay. this is. This is the most recent post by one Jeremy Renner on the Jeremy Renner app. And uh, I think, as you will see, probably the last. Oh, no. Goodbye. The app has jumped the shark. Literally. Due to clever individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within the app, 
I have asked EscapeX, the company that runs this app, to shut it down immediately and refund anyone who has purchased any stars over the last 90 days. What was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything I detest and can't or won't condone. My sincere apologies for this, to have not turned out the way it was intended. To all the super fans who have supported me with your words or encouragement, amazing art, stories, and time shared on the app, a genuine thank you, and I hope to see you on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. JR. I hate that. <laughs> I, th- I think, listen, he's doing the, he's doing the right thing. Oh, for sure. Um, Shutting it down is the right thing. Uh, you lost me. Um, also, I don't know if you can see this font. I don't know if that's uh, Comic Sans, but that's definitely like a weird. Oh, yeah, that is it's weird. An ups, it's an upsetting font. Yeah, it's not It's not Arial, nor is it Times New Roman, so it's automatically pretty irritating. Yeah, uh, but also the opening two lines are, the app has jumped the shark literally. Literally. And that was, as you pointed out, the reason that Paul F. Tompkins retweeted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> this message was because he was very excited about the idea to hear about how the app had literally jumped a shark. Did it jump a shark? Well, that's uh, what the word literally implies. Yep. I don't. It's the he. What I don't like is the the gravitas with which he worded this statement. Um, you think it wasn't that, serious enough for the the occasion? <laughs> You think they should have taken another pass and like, you know, at times throughout our history, <laughs> man has flown too close to the sun. The right, right, right. <laughs> it I, is with like, a heavy heart, Rennerites, that I like, must today stand before you, a man with a failed app. <laughs> As my other legendary archer brethren, Icarus, once committed, the crime I have is flying too close to the sun. Uh, no, it should just be like you, you basically just put up a site that's only a comment section of any other shitty page on the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then would you, it should have been goodbye, you know what you did, and you're all going to get your money back. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, I, it should have been, I am turning this app around. Like, I. <laughs> from now on, this app is my job. I'm going to fix it. Anything you see from me, it's actually from me. Honestly, if it was my app, it, my we're shutting down would have been two sentences. It would have been, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it was an interesting. It all happened so quick that we didn't have time to ever talk about the Jeremy Renner app before it went away. So I just wanted to make sure that we <laughs> touched on it. Another franchise that could have been for old Renner, but it wasn't Look, meant to know, be. <laughs> I don't know how much this this experiment cost anyone, um, or even if they were able to turn some sort of... Even if you break even, I wish more... Well, it sounds like... I don't know what the stars are, but it looks like people are getting refunded on whatever those were, so... I don't know what stars did, but uh, it'd be cool if more celebrities did this, even if it only lasted for a couple weeks. Gave up days. on things? Fucking 48 hours. Just put it out there and see what happens. That would be hilarious. 
There's a way. There's a better star to do it. Honestly, I think Samuel L. could pull this off somehow. No one would fuck on Samuel. Like, no one would fuck. Uh, fuck with. Oh, they'd, <laughs> they'd all be fuck. Funky. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I feel like people wouldn't. They wouldn't fuck with Samuel L. Jackson's app. They would have too much respect. Yeah, yeah. Samuel um, Ice T. For some reason, um, I don't know why this just came to mind, but Jada Pinkett. I think could have an awesome map. You've been I don't talking know about Jada Pinkett a lot up. lately. Have I? You talked about we talked about the Matrix the last show, and you. Oh yeah, Jada Pinkett. Yeah, I got I, I got JPS on the mind. Sorry, is it just, is it just the Baltimore thing? You're very excited for. Your, I'm, I've been here for 15 years. I've never talked about her this much. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, we, we got maybe we should all be. You know what? I'm going to say you're not talking about her enough. Okay. Did you ever watch that <laughs> Facebook show? Didn't they have a Facebook show where Will Smith they, was, they, like, doing stuff? I don't know what's happening. I think it was called Will Smith is Doing Stuff. I, I, I feel was like... It, was, was that the Facebook show with her mom and her daughter? Yeah, I think they were all on it, and they were they did stuff, from what I understand. I, I, I want to say that Will Smith was, was, very, was very much no part of this. Oh, there were two shows. Oh, Molly's helping out. There were two shows. I think Will Smith had his own show. Smith was doing oh, okay. Okay, Will Smith was doing stuff. Jada was talking oh. about stuff. And what, what oh, was okay. the weird? Do you want to? I don't know if you want to get on the mic, but wasn't there some big thing with her show of like they talked about some weird sex thing or something? Or oh, she was, like, oh boy, she was addicted to pornography. Oh boy, Jada Pinkett. We all are. We're all struggling with that addiction. Some Except of us can the Jeremy Renner app. Better. The Jeremy Renner app is not. It's very clearly anti-pornography. No, no, that's nasty. That's nasty. It's nasty. <laughs> It's nasty. nasty. Jeremy Renner says, Jeremy Renner wants you to know porn is nasty. And <laughs> <laughs> like in the not sexy way, it's like not sexy, nasty. It's nasty, like nasty. Here's a question, though. If Clint I'm Barlow. I'm trying to think of nasty stuff, but it's all working for me. Uh, well, here's a question, though. If Clint Barlow watched pornography, do you think uh, he'd put it on a television and then get up on a high perch 30 feet away to, <laughs> to jerk off to, see to it? it? <laughs> yeah. Because he sees away. better from there. And then try to try to blast onto a target. <laughs> he'd hit it. That's his whole he would, skill. He would, he would, yeah, he would, yeah. You know what? That's how he ended up with so many daughters. <laughs> Should have had a different target. Yes. <laughs> and listen, everyone. If you just pictured a dildo at the end of an arrow being shot from a bow, we all are. So it's no big deal. It's okay. I kind of pictured it, though. I pictured that, but it was a little bit like the Robin Hood Men in Tights thing where someone else shot an arrow first bullseye, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. the dildo came through and, like, split that arrow in half. Okay, okay, yeah. right on. So, but yeah, but that first arrow, instead of feathers on the tail end, it definitely had a, a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be honest. I'm a little sad I missed out on the Jeremy Renner app. I really feel <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a drag. I... When I when it came to my attention, I did look. I found it in the app store and thought, I don't. I I'm just not this ironic. I don't think I don't think this is gonna do anything for me. I gotta be honest. I first was aware of it within the past week. I saw stuff about it, but I didn't believe it was real. Like I thought it was mm-hmm. a joke that like someone was pretending to be which i guess people were pretending to be jeremy renner but i didn't know i didn't believe jeremy renner was actually in any way involved in the jeremy exactly i think when i when i saw the description in the app store it looked like he had signed off on this and that made that less fun for me i'm like i I don't i don't know 
I don't know. Yeah, I want to fake Jeremy. Oh, whoa, shit. That's here you go. Here's a free another free hobo radio idea to for okay. someone to run with. Someone just make a fake Jeremy Renner app to take the voice because I think it would serve the same purpose if you just follow everything this one was doing so that anything anyone posts shows up as a message from Jeremy Renner with his picture next to it. I think that's really all you have I, to do. I, I I think you get slapped with a lawsuit faster than a, a an arrow coming out of a quiver <laughs> into the the knock of a it's all it's a whole terrible thing. God, he's so boring. Clint Barlow's so boring. Did you know that he, Jeremy Renner does music? I just yeah, oh yeah, he's got a he's got a band. Yeah, which is good because you know They're what? Really I, bad. Have you heard them? <laughs> oh, I went on YouTube, my friend, and listened to some Jeremy Renner it's music. A, you know it's that not I did. Very good. It was great. I don't remember the song that I listened to, but I'm gonna try to post it. Like I, I honestly, because he seems too busy. I think I'm just gonna end the show by playing. Uh, a song by Jeremy Renner because he's he's got bigger fish to fry than us. <laughs> so. Yeah, we need the exposure, Jr. But we uh, keep going back and forth with praising this man and shitting on him. I think it's the right balance, though. <laughs> but no, I was the song like really cracked me up because like the first verse was you're like okay this is just not very good music but it's whatever it's pretty generic like like it felt like a fake song that would be in a movie or something you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it just felt like forgettable but then the second verse felt really like he ran out of steam and the lyrics just got way lazier uh as they went on and it was like something about like two plus two equals <laughs> like uh -huh. love or whatever i don't even know what the fuck he was talking but it was like Two plus two equals I don't care. Bullshit. We're going to play it at the end of the Is show. Is that for real? We're going to play it at the end of the show. Like, you just, we, that's a fun reason to hang in there, everybody. Oh, my God. That's worse than you plus me equals us. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> lend me a jar of love. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Broken hearts need some healing. Take my hand with your glove of love. <laughs> But yeah, I you know you you I'm rooting. I I'll end it by saying this: I'm rooting for Jeremy Renner. I I think we haven't seen the last act of Renner's career. I think there's something. There's gonna be this post Avengers. It's gotta be. There's gotta be a Renner moment. It's never too late for now. <laughs> That's really bad. I just. But you saw the Hurt Locker, right? Like, man, that was good shit. He he was incredible. I have to say, now granted, I do work on an, an army base, but rarely a week, week or two goes by where I don't think about a scene from that movie. It was mm -hmm. a very powerful film by a very talented director, and he I can't think of anyone else in that role. Anyone else. Yeah, I'm really glad she married James Cameron and was able to make that movie. Right. <laughs> There's another asshole we can talk about. I shouldn't oh, say yeah. another. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I have no reason to believe he's an asshole. I don't know. I heard he messages people about diarrhea shooting out of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's problematic. Also, I don't know, he should have just leaned into it. Like, yeah. he was the first. He could. He was the first and probably the only celebrity to ever do this. Something like this, and he should have just leaned into it and just been like, "Yeah, my app is fucking out of control. It's the craziest oh, thing yeah, you're yeah. ever gonna do on your phone." What he should have done? My shit. He should have like redone the the photo so it was just him like disapproving. So you still got a message and it looked like it was from Jeremy Renner, but he just looked really put out by it. 
Like, okay, if this is what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would have done. <laughs> There's still time. Maybe he'll launch it back up. I, You know, I'll put this out there. Jeremy Renner, if you're listening. Uh, one, please don't sue me for playing your song at the end that I made fun of. Uh, and two... Uh, like, uh, you know, maybe launch it back. I'll buy some stars. I, I want to know what the stars do. So I'll put me down for, I don't know. Is there like a $2 option? I'm not like going to pay a lot for the stars, but like whatever the, if they're like donuts in Simpsons tapped out or something, if I can get some stars, you know, to get more Renner content. What he's trying to say, Mr. Renner is he, he wants to pay the least amount, the mm-hmm. least amount of stars is what he would like to purchase. But but I'm, but I'm paying. I'm just saying it seems like you're taking a loss on this app overall. You're refunding everyone else. I'm telling you, don't refund me. You can have my two to three dollars if you. Now let me let me ask you this because <clears throat> I um I have an app on my phone that is the Futurama app where you can make people's like likeness of the their jar head in the in head. A jar. Yeah, 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 and. uh they haven't updated that for the last four generations of my phone, mm-hmm. and I can't even use it anymore, but I refuse to delete it. Now, he he's taking down the site. Does that mean like no one's going to be able to do anything with it, and it'll just be an icon on their phone, or will it still be active just like no new things are going to be happening? On I it? imagine that it has to be the latter, that it, it'll still – like I my guess – you know what? Here, let's do an experiment. I've got time. Uh, this is going to be real time. I'm going to do this for everybody while we're talking. Uh, I'm going to see if I can download the Jeremy Renner app right now, okay. post him okay. shutting it down, and we'll see what that does. Immediately. I... Oh, shit. It says no results. Did it's I... not even available. <laughs> Did I spell it? I spelled it right, right? I think so. Jeremy yeah. Renner. K K L I N D Bar. Oh. No results. So, so yeah. Oh, shit. I can't. Okay. That was it. That was our window. I was we, looking right at it too. All I had to do was hit the button, and it would have been mine. I know we missed. We really missed out. But so that's gonna keep me up tonight, man. But that's a good question. That so I don't know if you already had it. Like if that. Wait. Hold on. Here, I mean, I think if the hold on. Wait. Wait. Tr- wait. Maybe I did type something okay. wrong. Just let me get it. I typed Jeremy Renner, and it didn't find it but now i clicked a link in the article that i was reading it's number 188 in entertainment oh okay so it it isn't available so that i think i found a a loophole that they haven't addressed because if you click the link to it directly it shows up and it says you can get it but then when i clicked to download it it says this item is no longer available understood so I think it really is unavailable. So I think that's why. But here, but this can fill in some information since we're okay. here. The Jeremy Renner app, it says connect with two-time Academy Award nominee Jeremy Renner on his official app. And he's he's like looking pretty saucy. He's got like a sweater on. He's got his arms crossed. Yeah, with a dress shirt underneath and some yeah. pretty fancy jeans on. But it's promising exclusive content. And this appears to be, is that Hemsworth? I think it's him. And Hemsworth, and I, I'm afraid I don't recognize the woman in the middle, uh, but they seem to be sitting around some microphones at a table, like, having a conversation. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can barely make them out, but I got you. Yeah. And it says, best weekend with the best people. How was your weekend? Uh, so, oh, it's uh, Dana 
Iguaria. That's what it says is the woman's name. Okay. But, uh, and then it says exciting giveaway with cool prizes, movie tickets, signed merchandise, other surprises, more. Some get surprise. <laughs> some surprise. <laughs> uh, and then it says get to know Jeremy and other fans. Uh, by the way, just want to point out there are four of these slides for the Jeremy Renner app. Two of them have Chris Hemsworth in the photos yeah. used. He, he, know, he knows what the knife is that butters his bread. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, we could read the reviews <laughs> if we want. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing the whole thing. You know what? You scrapped it, Jeremy. This thing could have been fascinating, but it's gone forever now. I think you I gave imagine, up too early. Like if you took if you took that down, then you've probably taken the servers down, so no one can do anything. So it's just an icon sitting on people's phones that they'll keep there forever because they'll remember ah, remember those times. People still have the but Movie Pass app on their phone, probably. But I wonder too because I I do feel like that message that I read uh, that must be like I my guess is if you went into the app you would see that message because this is new this is still breaking people are still adjusting and probably not thinking it's real. Uh, so you probably need them to be able to go to the app and read his, I am unfortunately shutting this down message. I would imagine mm -hmm. you can't access anything else. Any of those special giveaways or bonus content or sweater photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll give that to him too, as he likes to change up his aesthetic. You know, sometimes I'm scholarly a, sweater guy. Sometimes I'm leather jacket guy. Sometimes I'm rocker t-shirt guy. He's a chameleon. No, he's, I mean, he's always looks like Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah, no. And he, but, uh, you know, he's, de look, he's definitely a double threat. I think we can for sure say that. <laughs> Bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's, you know, I don't want to, I could spend another 20 minutes talking about Jeremy Renner, but there's actually, a, there's something else that I wanted to touch on. <laughs> okay. That was kind of fascinating. Uh, -huh. uh So... We don't talk about it a lot because, we, believe it or not, we respect you, the audience, and we're here for your entertainment. So mm -hmm. we try to limit the amount of uh, wrestling content that comes up on sure. this show. Sure. But uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about, it was kind of interesting. I don't know your baseline for any of this because I, I think my, you know, I'm a bit more, it, it, like I still follow wrestling a little bit more closely than you do these days, I think it's yeah. fair to say. Uh, but are you aware? So there's this new newish federation called AEW that has launched recently, uh, and they're trying to position themselves as competition to the WWE. They they've recruited a lot of guys like Cody yeah. Rhodes, uh, like different guys. Yeah, I heard the I heard the, I heard the hype around this. Like people yeah. are saying, this is legit going to give them a run for their money this time. Mm -hmm. And and so that's to be seen. But what I wanted to talk about, there's a pretty big story. So Chris Jericho, uh, who oh boy. is an interesting fellow, he uh, former WCW and WWE wrestler. Like he's been everywhere. He's been in Japan. Also, by the way, uh, you know, former uh, person interviewed on HoboTrashCan.com. I I had the. Yeah. Uh, pleasure of speaking to one Chris Jericho who of course like and as you would want was pretty much in character and like borderline confrontational with me the whole time but like in oh, the really? exact 
in like the exact way that you would want. Like it was beautiful. Okay. Like he, uh, God bless him. It was, I that was years ago, and I still very fondly remember talking to Jericho. Like who right kind of right kind of sassed me a bit, like in a good way. But uh, cool. But yeah. Anyway, that guy. He's been as, all as much as a Canadian man will do, even in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, exactly. <laughs> As much as a, a Canadian man who these days wears infinity scarves and like talk, talks about drinking bubbly, like oh Christopher. But anyway, he is the AEW uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Okay, and and something that people might not know about the way that pro wrestling works. I don't know if the WWE still works like this, but certainly smaller organizations. And certainly if you go back for enough, farther enough, the long history really is that like, if you were the champ, part of your responsibility as you are like just nonstop traveling across this country of ours, doing uh, live shows is like, you take the belt with you. You know, you you're in charge of this championship title belt. It's mm-hmm. your property. It's your responsibility to get it from city A to city B. Uh, you know, that's part of the oh, deal. I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. No, it's always kind of been the thing is like, yeah, right. if you're the champ, you know, it, it goes with you, you know. Uh, again, like I said, I want to just guess that the WWE probably works a little differently than that, especially these days. But uh, that's also led to problems. Like there's been uh, throughout the history of wrestling, uh, there was a wrestler named Medusa uh, who she wrestled for the WWE and then during the Monday Night Wars got like like basically there was a gap in her contract. She was the women's champion. She got uh, lured away by WCW and she still had the belt. So she showed up on WCW television and threw the belt in the trash can and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, again, probably more reason why it might work differently. In the Holy <laughs> shit. Although, you know what? WCW did that with their own title belt when they when they gave it to 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 what's his name to what's his name uh, oh um, uh, about, like, uh, David NW? Arquette he gave uh, it to David uh, Arquette uh, it was like their actual uh, fucking yeah. strap yeah, yeah yeah well also that was also the whole uh, again I don't want to get too in the weeds on wrestling because trust me stick with us if you're not a wrestling fan because the story is going to get interesting to you okay but. Okay. Uh, but that was also the big fear with uh, Bret Hart. That was the whole reason the Montreal Screwjob happened is they were afraid that he would also take the belt to WCW, their their you know championship belt, and mm-hmm. throw it in the trash. Which I don't think Bret Hart would ever do, but that was what Vince was afraid of. So anyway, all of that to say, Chris Jericho was, is the champ of AEW. He was in Tallahassee, Florida uh, this past week. And, uh, you know, so he flew into Tallahassee. Uh, you know, he arrived at the Millionaire Club Airport Terminal, which, okay. yeah, I know, right? It's traveling in style. Uh, and yeah. then... But in, in Tallahassee, that's still like a bunch of 55-gallon drums like, <laughs> put into the form of a fort. It says no girls allowed. <laughs> uh, still. But then, you know, from traveling, uh, Mr. Jericho, was, he seemed like he was maybe a bit famished. So he got in his limousine and he requested that the driver take him from the airport to the Longhorn Steakhouse uh, mm. w- where he had dinner. And it was at the dinner at the Longhorn Steakhouse that I guess maybe he went into his luggage to, to look for something, realized I have the wrong luggage and this luggage does not contain my AEW championship belt. 
Uh, so he f- like I think he sent the limo driver back to the airport, and then I I believe if I track the story correctly that they found his luggage, but having left it unattended, someone maybe went through his luggage, and the belt was then missing. And let me tell you, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but uh, unattended luggage is uh, that's your responsibility. That's true. Yeah, for no sure. No one is responsible for leaving your luggage unattended but you. Yeah, and uh, honestly, in addition to stealing the belt, the other thing this person did that was wrong is you're supposed to notify uh, about any unattended luggage. Yeah. That. <laughs> Some badass felt found this luggage. <laughs> did uh, they say where they where they where they found the luggage was it still going around the carousel maybe or uh, oh, I, how did he end up with the wrong luggage? Did he grab the wrong bag? I guess someone's getting his luggage for him. If you're going to do the Millionaires Club, I don't imagine yeah. you schlep your own luggage to that son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, that would be my guess. Maybe he just had a pretty generic bag that looked like someone else's bag. And I don't know, some other man in the Millionaires Club ended up with his. But uh, yeah, so the belt went missing. It's uh, it's since been reported uh, that the Tallahassee police found uh, the belt. But so here's what's interesting. And this is... <laughs> I mean, all of it is great. Was it being worn by an alligator? <laughs> he had to wrestle the alligator to win it back. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> but here's what I love. And this is what I, I think like people who don't follow wrestling and people who, who aren't really because, like, you know, the, the knock that people who aren't wrestling fans always get into is like, well, it's not real. And we all know that it's not real. But this is where I think the intersection of wrestling and reality get really fascinating because so a real police report was for sure filed like and the Tallahassee police were for real involved in like finding this belt. But Chris Jericho, being a man with decades of wrestling performance, saw all this attention, all these people. Expect- he put a video on his Twitter where he's in a jacuzzi and he's drinking oh, champagne boy. Oh, boy. and he's talking about how. His belt was stolen, and he's going to find the people involved and get to the bottom of it. And he's hiring private so he's, investigators. He's an, he's an 80s movie villain? Well, he's like, yeah, that's the thing. He seems in character, like, doing a storyline. Like, I'm going to fire it. Okay. Inve- and so what's this is what I think is really fascinating about this. Because now it's really muddied the waters to where people are trying to parse this out of, like, was any of this real? Like, is the story planted? And, ah. you know, because I imagine what happens is if you're AEW, the next time you have a show, whoever his chief rival is going to be is going to show up with the belt and be like, I stole it from your luggage. But here's where I land. I don't think I think if you were a wrestling company, you wouldn't orchestrate this angle, even though it did get a lot of press. I don't think it got you great press. And I also don't think... I don't know. The Longhorn Steakhouse is my favorite part of the story. And the, <laughs> the for some reason, the police report, the police officer really hammers mentioning that uh, Chris Jericho was at a Longhorn Steakhouse. He, the, victim. the victim, it says like the victim was located at a Longhorn Steakhouse. We spoke to the victim at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. Like, you know what? You see, they're, they're, they need sponsorship. <laughs> what better sponsor for this fledgling wrestling organization is there than the Longhorn Steakhouse? The Longhorn Steakhouse. It's the not WWE of steakhouses. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, you, you don't, you're not, look, 
look, I've never seen a, a, a minute of of what this organization does, but I, they're not they're not getting Outback yet. That's just not. No, happening. Oh come not on, come Outback, on! They would love they would love that call. But look, you're looking at a Venn diagram that involves um, suburban people that love wrestling and also suburban people who, who like affordable steak cooked for them in restaurants. So you, so you think people see it and go like, Jericho's just like us. He's relatable. Yeah, and also, oh my God, Jericho eats at that, that, that place that's in the parking lot of the mall. <laughs> we got to go try that place out. Is there anything sadder than being a recognizable celebrity in a limo that you took from the fancy airport club to go directly to a Longhorn Steakhouse? <laughs> to- yes. Yeah. Put that Longhorn Steakhouse in northern Florida. <laughs> I honestly... That's really sad. I think you'd be better at that point to go through like a drive through or something like in the limo than to like get out of it and walk into the Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah, no, I would... No, get curbside carry out at that point. <laughs> Send the real. limo driver in to get it for yes, you and please. don't show your face <laughs> eat it in the hotel like a true champ you most definitely because let me tell you 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 think you're you think you just want it from kitchen to table but if you need to wait an extra half an hour to get settled into your hotel room it's not going to be any better or worse i've had one of those steaks they're fine that's I their mean, guarantee fine the gar- the longhorn steakhouse guarantee and and in all seriousness much like jeremy renner look we've been shitting on the longhorn a lot but we're very open to a sponsorship we'll do a podcast from the longhorn if you guys want totally they're but fine there's not the, a problem with them i think yeah. they should keep existing they're they're fine but their promise is the food will taste exactly the same no longer Longer how long you leave it out. That's it's true. And you can reheat it the next day and it's still fine. It still There's tastes nothing like wrong it did before. They really Go want that hammered. It. I will you know, we're doing the free read, so I just want to say there's nothing wrong with the food. That's clear. Let me be clear. I am not. Ta- I am not casting any aspersions on Longhorn Steakhouse. I am, however, casting aspersions on Tallahassee, Florida, a place they imagine to be miserable that I've never actually visited. I also, you know what? A little bit of credit for Chris Jericho for it not being a strip club, because I would have guessed <laughs> that his first stop would have been. We found the victim at a buffet at a strip club. <laughs> He was down at the Eager Beaver. We had to pull him out of the Eager Beaver <laughs> so he could go give the lion tamer to this croc yeah. and get his belt back. Uh, but so I don't know. I know that I'm throwing all this at you, but uh, do you like I don't know. Where where do you land on? Do you think it was all planned? Do you think they're just rolling with it? Like, um, I, honestly, here I I'm not going to say either way. What I will say, though, is in my opinion. Whether the whole thing is staged or they took they took an unintentional situation and put it into their storyline, I say bravo. Good job. You made something out of nothing um, or um, you made something out of what is just like a really common and also unfortunate thing to happen. And that is leaving shit at the airport. So mm-hmm. There you go. Good for you guys. Honestly, surprising it doesn't happen more with like these small. Maybe it does. I don't know. With like smaller federations of like, you know, if your champ is responsible for the belt, like I bet a lot of belts have been lost in a lot of random places over the years. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's not to say that, you know, Vince McMahon's been someone who can roll with the punches as well, but he's also someone who would make 
shit that he doesn't want to exist just sort of disappear. Just that never happened. That person well, never existed. What? <laughs> what do you mean, champion? We have an open belt right now. Yeah, it's scrubbed from the website. Uh, <laughs> no, he is a Jeremy Renner app philosophy on him. <laughs> uh, but also, it's. I mean, with the WWE, this couldn't happen just because, like, they sell replica titles, I think, at arenas i'm pretty sure if like right. your champ showed up without the belt they could just pull one from like a merch stand and give it to him and no one would know the difference you know like right and there'll be all sorts of of handlers and also but okay chris jericho you're not going to eat at the longhorn you don't you don't just go eat in public before yeah for an well, event yeah what are you doing yeah, no, there's catering backstage. And also, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I would all, for I would imagine for a lot of reasons, there's probably a guy whose job it is is to carry a briefcase with the title belt in it from location to probably. Like there's probably so, a guy. I who, mean, yeah. I love I love the the idea that Chris Jericho went from the airport to a Longhorn by himself with his luggage sitting next to him at the booth at Longhorn. While he's waiting for a steak and he's like, oh, I, I forgot my I better take some heartburn medicine before I eat this big meal. <laughs> <laughs> he opens Wait, up the this is not my luggage. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's a great picture. I love every bit of it. Also, I, I'm sorry. I'm being self-conscious, but I hope I wasn't like I hope it didn't sound like I was shitting on strip clubs. I was not in any way disparaging strip clubs. No, no, no. Okay, no. I just want to make sure. I, no, that's where yeah. you expect people yeah. to be in the Florida Panhandle. That's just yeah. When I picture someone that's, going that is from the steakhouse, yeah, and like even family steakhouses, yeah. they just have strippers, but they're wearing pasties. Exactly. Yeah, it's just my image of yeah. You get out of the Diamond Club or whatever the fuck airport thing, and immediately <laughs> your limo just drive. They don't even ask. They just drive you to a strip club in Tallahassee, Florida. That's. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I guess, you know, good that he got the belt back. Uh, good, good, good luck. AEW. I'm sincerely, I, I like it. I like, I brought it up because I really do love that about wrestling. I, and I think that is the thing that, uh, that honestly, I think people don't give wrestling enough credit for a lot of times is like, because everyone knows that it's not real, it opens itself up to weird shit like this, where you're like, well, is the reality real then? Like, you know, like you yeah. can actually play with that and go like, well, then you never know. Like, if you assume that everything is planned, it actually gives them a weird power to play off like your champion Absolutely. losing the belt and be like, yep. oh, come on. What do you think happened that he lost the belt? It's, it's viral yeah. marketing, baby. If I if I really had to put money on it, I would say they're capitalizing on what is a very relatable and easy mistake for anyone to have made. What do you think? Oh. No, I th I sincerely think that that's what happened. I think that yeah. he he lost the belt. It got a lot of publicity, and they decided to turn it into a storyline yeah. because that's the because right they, move. They probably, they probably were looking at it at like as like, why did this get so much press? Like yeah. he 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 got the wrong luggage. That's happened to every human being that's ever been to an airport. And then the mistake was corrected, and they found his stuff. There is no story. But you know what? We're gonna make it a story. Also, is easiest he the, thing is in the he world. The first, yes. Is he the first champ of this organization? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, okay. which is really cool. And I, I really respect that, that about cool. uh, Jericho. I, I like that. It was weird. I actually had this whole conversation with Molly last night about this of like, Jericho's really fascinating to me because I don't like, I sincerely think he just has this mentality of like, there's a new wrestling organization. I want to go check out what they're doing. Like, I don't think it's like you know, sticking it to Vince McMahon. I don't think it's like anything malicious. I think it's just sincerely like 
that's neat that there's a new place I could go do wrestling. Right, right, right. You know, so so you were talking, you were talking to, you were talking to Molly about this. Yeah, would she have trouble sleeping? <laughs> She's very invested in my thoughts <laughs> on Canadian wrestlers and where they, uh, you know, <laughs> what the I couldn't even I bored myself trying to right. riff. No, I was just reading her all the the live. She was getting the live updates from uh, the because this was. I mean, you missed, man. You're getting this at the tail end, but there was. It was when it first happened. The belt had not been located. I watched the oh. documentary. Yeah, you. no, and actually, yeah, sincerely, Molly likes wrestling. Uh, she, of course, she does. I yeah. was joking. It is yeah. like to hear you pontificate on it. Yeah, and she she wins in my heart forever because she she watched the entire Bret Hart Wrestling with Shadows documentary with me, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah, me and her and five people in Canada have seen, and it's <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but watch that if you live in Canada and can find it because you it they the I'm not even fucking with you. I own a Blu-ray that is a Canadian Blu-ray because they never wow. released this documentary in America. But it's so. Oh, good. don't they call? I thought they called those uh, Blu-rays. <laughs> you proud of that one? I, I gotta say no. I gotta say no. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, also, just want to point out, just to tie this all together, if he had lost the belt in Canada, there, like the guy would have shown up at, um, well, Tim Hortons, because it wouldn't have been a long card. It wouldn't have been Tim ah. Hortons. And, and they would be like, hey, I just, uh, Mr. Jericho, I just, uh, I found this at the airport. Like, <laughs> yep. like they would just bring it to him. Like, <laughs> I've been trying, I've been trying to t- chase you down ever since Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> But you you forgot all about this, and I brought it here to you. And then he'd like try to give the guy an autograph, and he'd be like, "No, no, that's not why I did it. Like, just yeah. <laughs> just a honey cooler, and we'll call it even." Eh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, some as- you know, some asshole in Tallahassee wore that for a good few hours before the cut. Like he wore, he wore that and nothing else <laughs> inside his meth lab. For sure, there what couldn't have been hard to find him. They they probably just typed championship belt into Instagram and then went to where the guy tagged <laughs> yeah. himself. Like, you know, yeah. look what I just stole. <laughs> yeah, like totally. I Tim Johnson am wearing Chris Jericho's <laughs> AEW title belt that I stole from his luggage in my hand right here. <laughs> What's look, he gonna do at- about it? <laughs> Look at here what I'm freebasing off of. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, good Lord. Like, yeah, I, the easiest case that was ever fucking closed. <laughs> like, for sure. Also, the, the rule is you have to pin Jericho. Like, that's the thing. If you find the, Chris Jericho and he has the belt on yeah. him, you're allowed to challenge him to a match, but you have to pin him in order to win it. Is that the truth? I, I'm going to say that it is. Okay. Are you just saying that to me in case I ever see Chris Jericho? Because I'll do that shit. I know that's why I'm for sure saying it. Like I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good like four inches taller than that guy. He would still kick your ass. He'd kick my ass. I have no qualms. He about. would kick my ass so hard. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, he would destroy either you or I easily. Yes. Yeah, like while still with his free hand taking bites of his rubbery steak. Yeah. No, I think if he shook my hand, he would break one of my ribs. For sure. <laughs> 
I mean, the guy's been wrestling for like over two decades and is still at it and still in better shape yeah, than least, you or I, I have even, ever been. I wasn't even going to ask you on the air because I don't want anyone to think that I'm being ageist, but I know he's he's in his mid to late 40s at least, right? He's got to be, if not 50s. I mean, because, yeah, it was like mid 90s that he started wrestling. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, the guy's 40s or 50s easily, yeah. And he looks in phenomenal shape. He still looks young, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it's, no, it's insane. That clean living, man. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I guess, <laughs> way too much work. I'm just going to keep doing uh, this. I'm committed to that. I'm married. I don't give a fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, are you... I, you as your uh your as a lifelong wrestling fan mm-hmm. have you seen enough of this organization to give it an official endorsement no i have yeah. not i know that See, and the thing is you don't think you even need to because yeah. you like every other wrestling fan is like this is there's nothing wrong with WWE. It'd be great if something else was on the menu. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. anything. Oh, 100%. And i i mean i've seen some stuff. I know that like I know they're positioning themselves as kind of like WWE went family friendly. That's, you know, which is still weird. Wrestling is not family friendly, but they went like a more uh, PG or PG 13 type route. Uh, Like Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, AEW has tried to capitalize on that, like old school wrestling, you know, a bit more violent. You see blood Mm -hmm. like that kind of niche. I know that they've done stuff. Their first pay-per-view Cody Rhodes, like, smashed a throne that was meant to look like a throne that Triple H had sat in as some sort of heavy-handed oh, symbolism. Okay. Right, right, right. I, you know, I I root for them. I hope they do well. Uh, I think that they, you know, I think this is good for them. I genuinely think that this is a win. I, Jericho being your champ is a great move. I think the way they're handling it is smart. I think 100% if I was them, I'd get some grainy footage of whoever you think is your best guy to go against him. Like, mock up some surveillance footage of that guy stealing the luggage have jericho discover that on an episode of your show and be like oh my god it was that guy and then they feud like to get the belt back that guy should have the belt still and that you know Mm -hmm. like for sure i I mean i think you know i i i want to see where they're at in a few months like i i'm interested in them they have a lot of cool people uh, it's always good to have an alternative to the WWE because I, while I love the WWE, Vince McMahon is a monster and yes, needs an someone to keep him in check at all times. Yep. Uh, it's a, it's a part of sports and a part of entertainment that has gone largely unchecked and it's just been, um, a totalian there. He isn't a despot, uh, 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 oligarchy. Uh, those words. Mm-hmm. I got you. But yeah. Su- subterfuge. <laughs> lies. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I think that's Universal. a good place to wrap it up. So remember. I can just say bullet points. Question everything. Miles and miles and miles Travel the world and back so many times With nothing on my back but a guitar and a smile 
Chasing a dream only fools like me would follow But I was born a soldier Waging a war against all that said I told you With my feet in the ground and my heart on my shoulder And I don't mind if I gotta start all over I'm just going for growing no matter of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We, we have, have to, to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.